Hey, I'm Dwayne. And I'm Jennifer. And together we're doing a podcast, Roots. The Unseen Life. Come on a journey with us. You'll produce a system of roots that will stabilize you and... Produce fruit. We're going somewhere. Come along with us. Hello, friends. Um, my name's Dwayne. <laughs> and I'm Jennifer. And it is so great to be with you. It's really great, isn't it, honey? Yes. Shaping minds one podcast at a time. That's right. Except it's freezing down here in hopefully, our studio. Hopefully with truth. Hey, recognize my comment. It hurt my feelings. What's that? Yes. Cold? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe listen. <laughs> it's just, it just takes too much energy. <laughs> I just like to listen to myself talk. <laughs> I know. I know. I've been saying that You've for been 30 years. For a while? Yeah. No, oh it's goodness. a little warm here in uh, the great state of Colorado. And, it is. Um, so we're actually, we put on the air conditioning today. Now, I know some of you might have already done that months ago, um, but we, we're... It's 90. Yeah, it's, so we, it's hot. So we thought, hey, let's, let's use the AC. We're feeling kind of loose, high, and free. So we are, are fairly mature in age. Uh-huh. I'm not sure in life experience, but in age, we're kind of halfway there. Or, yeah. or do you consider yourself a little over halfway? Why do I have the Bon Jovi head in my song? Halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> Living on a prayer. Um, well, we're both 52, so halfway 104. Yeah, I'm all about that. I don't know. I have a feeling that you're going to live longer than me based off of uh, physical constitution. <laughs> <laughs> Your physical makeup. She, She's just like a... A horse? a horse? I was going to say a horse. But Elephant, that's a, pig, what else, honey? No, it's just... Try not to use an I animal. I don't know. I don't know. Just, I don't know. You didn't hardly got sick. We both got COVID. You hardly got sick. I got really sick. Yeah. Like, you know, so I don't know. So... I'll take care of you, babe. Don't worry. Gotcha. Advice. That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Is that right, Jen? Yeah, we're going to talk about... So if this bombs, this was her idea. If it goes good, I gave a lot of input. <laughs> That's okay. Right. No, we're going to talk about as if we were talking to our younger self, what would we say? I think it's good to reflect, right? So, Dwayne, let's talk. <laughs> That's right, Dwayne. Talk to us, would you? Now, this is not comprehensive no, by any means. No, I'm talking to means, myself. Right. So, Dwayne, let's talk. Okay, let's, right, yeah. let's. What do you want to say, Dwayne? Well, Dwayne. <laughs> LD, little Dwayne. No? Yeah, that works. Okay, good. All right. Um, so how do you want to do it, Dwayne? Do you want to just read? Well, we've jotted down some notes. Some and thoughts. so um, we just hit some general categories yeah. and then kind of under there. So um, first of all, what would we say to our younger self? And so how old am I when I'm talking to myself? Just so uh, I know. I don't know. 22 to 25. I don't know. 18 year olds. They've got a lot I can teach them. Yeah, right? <laughs> Tell our son that. <laughs> so 18 to 22, that's better age for me. Is it? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's go there. All right. But if you're 25, I think you should listen because we're going to be dropping pearl bombs oh, all, the, yeah, right. all the road down the road Low here. Blowing minds. Mm -hmm. So f let's talk about just our physical bodies. Yeah. Okay. I would tell my younger self, you're going to be smoking hot at 52. What? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, you know. Well, let me just say this. Let me preface it by this. I would not have listened to this podcast at 22. I wouldn't have listened to me at 22. I was so... Really? Uh, probably. I think I was so convinced I was just super mature. I had a handle on life. 
old people. I would have considered myself old at 52. Right. They were kind of has-beens. I didn't see them as seasoned people who could be learned from. It was like, eh, whatever. Well, I do have to say that I think in the last two, yay, three decade, decadas, mm -hmm. um, there has been a hunger at art in our generation. Mm -hmm. So I would consider myself a generation Xer. Yeah. There's been a hunger to grow uh -huh. and to observe who am I? Why do I do that? Sure. All of that stuff. And yeah. then I think it's also alive in the in the millennial and the zier. Yeah, I have. So I, that's unusual. Oops, so, yes, yeah. because I have it's noticed a leaning in from younger people that didn't seem to be present when I was younger. And maybe I was wrong. Maybe I think on spirituality, you had a hunger. Yeah, that's true. But nothing else. But life experience, uh -huh. life skills. Yeah, I don't know. I agree with you. It's it's an anomaly. It's a right sociological because, conversation that right? I, we're going to get lost in the weeds, Jen. Because you and I are both so deep, so deep. Dog. So physically, let's um, talk about physically. Because this is what I was going to say is I used to twist my ankle all the time, like all the time. I had a cast on a couple times, just always twisting it. And I remember someone saying, "Hey, you got to be careful because." You know, as you age, those old injuries really can, you know, cause arthritis or whatever. And not that I, I, anyway, I just like, whatever. Horse bucky. Horse bucky. I'll never be weak. And, and now I recognize <laughs> that I'm weak. That, like, for example, I don't know, was it three years ago? We were doing like this CrossFit boot camp thing. And I broke a bone in my ankle uh, doing a box jump, came down wrong, broke a bone on my ankle. And the big box was already taken, so I was left with the small one. It was about the size of a shoe box. Um, I'm going to say it wasn't real big. <laughs> like, from what I'd been doing before, like, you really had to hop. Right. This was like a step up, like an 80s aerobic step up. And I jumped and, and went back down and rolled my ankle and broke a bone and tore a ligament and did things that... I never thought I would have injuries like that. Yeah, I mean, like, you just don't I, I'm, think. A, I'm a plethora. I have, a, I have a, a long list of problems. Right, and we don't want to be those people talking about our aches and pains and every war wound and all that. No, I'm all for, like, hey, push the limits on your body. Uh -huh. Like, especially in exercise, like, but, like, I've got, uh, you know, bone on bone on a third of my knee. Like from sports injuries, from sports injuries that you didn't take care of, and and real that's not true. But it is no, it's not true. Okay, go on. But it's but I I I just kept on going hard, right? In sports, so skiing, right. football, and then basketball. I have had three injuries with it, mm -hmm. and then um, my shoulders hurt right now. Mm -hmm. I'm wanting to work out actually right now. I can't. Mm -hmm. So that's where I think I think massively exercise, but be smart. Yes, that's and what we're so saying. Be move. smart. Like, and I want to encourage you guys, move. And if you yes. don't move, figure out how to move. Yes. And if you're not active, get active. Yes. Um, because we want, you need to have sustainable exercise. Like Like swimming. Pilates. Pilates, swimming. Not that you, I mean, of course, do the hardcore thing. But the goal is to still be moving when you're 90. And I think it's, you know, for me... One of the things that I, I saw, I saw a 70-year-old when I was um, probably 35 into my 40, like 35 probably, mm -hmm. maybe a little older, and he jumped um, 
onto a platform Mm -hmm. and I remember going, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be him. Yeah. And so I've started to make, I mean, so most of my friends would say I've been exercising years for you know for decades uh-huh. for a couple of decades and so that has been a saver for me yes. so i think if i would say to myself don't go so extreme that you wreck your body but absolutely keep moving have yeah. fun with it move do sports move let's go to the next one yeah okay um this is what what i thought financial you know again i would tell my younger self invest like at 18, start investing, figure it out. Because the compound interest, because investment is the long game. And I was so short-sighted, I didn't have vision for a long game. Right, right. It was sprint now, that's all that matters now, spend it now, do it all now. I wanted it all now, immediate access, immediate gratification. And I didn't have a vision to to invest financially. I thought, right. oh, I'll get to that one day. Right. But then one day happened and I still hadn't done anything about it. Right. And I would tell my younger self, invest financially. Be smart with your money. And that's where, because, um, you know, um, I'm just realizing that we don't, you know, we as parents don't always pass on uh, those pieces of nuggets that are super helpful. Mm-hmm. And if I would have had somebody like take time with me, right, and say, get a hold of a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, don't live short term. Yep. Live with the long term game. Like, I don't know what the number is, but it's not a ton of money. Like, is it one hundred and fifty bucks a month? Um, you know, you know, we had J- um, Jonathan wheeled on here a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a phenomenal plan. Yeah, like and he's phenomenal. Young, but, early thirties. But my point is, like, get a hold of of something like this at yeah. one hundred and fifty dollars a month if you're an American, and you you can give up one hundred and fifty dollars a month because I just want to encourage you to think long term, mm-hmm. invest in not only the now but in the future. Yes. And half of these programs, you do them right, you'll be a millionaire by the time you're fifty, fifty five. Right. The yeah. power of compounding interest, the power of these these ways that people have set themselves up. And so don't wait until you get the, the, the dream job that's going to give it exactly. the six figures. I would say invest now, set up a long term. Yeah. And nobody told me that. Mm-hmm. And I wish somebody would have told me that. Mm-hmm. And then really pay attention to a budget. Yeah. And live within your means, not live driven by your desires. Right. And there's something to be said for planning for a, a you know, to, to splurge. You know what I mean? No, I, I have no problem with that. But so much we, this entire nation, right? this is a generalized statement, lives check, paycheck to paycheck. Well, I think Very 80% few. of the United States are in debt. That's not counting house you know, mortgages. It's just credit card debt. Yeah. So, so if I was saying to my younger self, don't, don't get in credit card debt. Don't get in debt. Um, and like, like don't get in debt. So if there is that temptation, get rid of your credit cards. God, God will figure out a way. Mm -hmm. God will supply. Yeah. Um, and so live within your means. And I know with the struggle, like we're not making enough money. What are we doing? What are we doing? So wrestle in those seasons, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and so absolutely hundred percent. Yeah. And you know, have a vision in the category of finances too, to be a generous person. 
like so generously. Definitely don't be thinking, oh, tithing, that's old school. We don't do that anymore. Are you kidding me? Uh, get in there and give. But it's, it's like, I'm also going to say, though, um, absolutely, because depends on who you are that's listening to this. Sure. Because sometimes you got the person who just gives and gives and gives and gives. Oh, uh, good point. And so I don't know who you are. Because that would have been us, giving until we had nothing. We gave and gave and gave, and sometimes we should have actually invested. Right. And we gave some big amounts, large amounts, mm-hmm. where I feel like in some ways God, God's going to, I think God's going to see the sincerity. He's going to bless us in that giving. But there should have been times that we should have taken care of ourselves. Right. Knowing the invested. difference between seed and bread. 100%. Yeah. And, you know, um, so, yeah. So for me, um, another point that I would say to myself is um, understand the biblical disciplines. Yes. And so, first of all, um, a disciplined life, I believe, is essential to get you where you want to go. And so if you have a ton of desire, but you've not built any work ethic or discipline, Mm -hmm. um, you're not going to get there. Sure. And so my parents really instilled work dis- a discipline into me. Mm-hmm. So this bad boy worked hard. Yeah. So I did work hard. But I had a, a significant misunderstanding in regards to the spiritual disciplines. Mm-hmm. And the spiritual disciplines are really those those discipline those those teachings of Jesus. Um, the teachings of the scripture. So the three that I think most often when I say spiritual disciplines um First of all, is prayer. Yeah, and and so I would I had a wrong definition and understanding of prayer, and I thought prayer was more the goal. Uh huh. And that was a sign of my spirituality, my spiritual faith, my growth was mm-hmm. if I would pray longer, I would be more spiritual. Right. Uh, fasting, um, you know, reading of the scriptures, these things that are actually. Um, helpful to our journey and to deepen our faith. And so I put those as the goal. And if I was to say to my younger self, no, actually these things are actually meant to feed and guide your hunger, feed and grow you mm-hmm. and their growth mechanisms. Right. And so I know you wanted to mention the marathon pace. Yeah. But if we can mention it here, um, Young people have incredible amount of energy and zeal. Yeah, and energy and zeal, um, it its intensity mm-hmm. causes you to have a short, short term sprint mentality. Right, right. And and so that intensity, you yeah. want to get there the fastest way you can, and you want to you want to find any any secret to get a shortcut. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that marathon. I'm going to actually go a little bit slower, but a little bit more methodical. And that's where the disciplines come in. So prayer, the scriptures and uh, fasting, those three for me, I would say to um, my younger self, these are essential, important. And if you will do them, you're going to have spiritual breakthrough, spiritual encounter that will enrich you. That's good. I... And, and the reason I mentioned the marathon pace, you know, I, I've said this so many times. I'm such an extremist. And so. Yes, you is. <laughs> I remember in high school, I would do um, theater and I had to, um, I had 400 lines in a play that I had to memorize. 
And I... That's a lot. Yeah. Isn't it? Uh-huh. Okay. Twin was... was the lead. Come on, man. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I was like, I was so religious and so intense that how dare I m memorize 400 lines of a secular document. I needed to now memorize 400 verses at the same time. Like part of it is sweet, but part of it was just this, I couldn't, I couldn't ever attain the standards I set for myself. So I mostly felt like I was failing. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Where it, it would have been okay for me to quote unquote lower my standards, but do it for decades. Uh -huh. Because right. no one, you can't memorize 400 verses in six weeks. Right, right, totally. You know, like you can't yep. and so i would just beat myself up and be so mad and feel like a failure and so much of my prayer time was repenting for me not meeting my own standards does that mm -hmm. make sense yeah for sure and so that's why i would tell my younger self calm down like fall in love with jesus for real fall in love with him and, and i did love no, him. no you did love i him. did but i i think in my zeal i wanted to prove my love for him and so i i ran in sprints and you know god's sovereign so i can't redo my walk with the lord you know what i mean yeah and, and so who knows if all of that, well, of course, all of that contributed to who I am today. But I just want to say there's there's more grace in following the Lord than I knew at 22. 100%. I didn't know it. No, you didn't. And I, and just, I didn't either. But Yet I want people to be hungry. Yes, be hungry, but... But don't think your, your energy and your zeal and all your religious systems is what the Lord's looking for. Well, I think your next point is is pretty um pretty important um uh that for next point's my point we'll go to your next you go point. babe but for me is um specifically within the charismatic church mm -hmm. our calling our mandate mm -hmm. our ministry those are i think inordinately um prioritized yeah. And what is of greater importance, I believe, is that I'm a disciple of Jesus, not a minister of the gospel. Excellent. Absolutely. And, and within the charismatic church, ministry, impact, these things are so highlighted. Yeah. But often I don't even see them in the Bible. Right. Right. But I do see being conformed to his image. Yes. And, and so that would be, you highlighted this, and I 100% agree with you that looking like Jesus is more important than your ministry and your calling. Yes, yes. And I think if that little tweak actually yes. really landed in my heart as yeah. a younger man, yeah. I would have not been so zealous and self-righteous and, and energy-focused, mm -hmm. and I would have taken time, I think, more for people. Yeah. than I would have been for my own because uh, I was incredibly self-absorbed yeah, yeah my yeah. calling my calling my calling right and I was a young person so I would have probably given myself grace but but I think it's it's I would definitely say to my younger self the greatest goal the higher goal is to be a disciple of Jesus as opposed to being uh focused on my own ministry yeah absolutely and that I think that 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 significant paradigm shift, I mm -hmm. think, positions you to walk out the scriptures even more powerfully. 
like yeah. to allow the scriptures to 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 really confront you right. and then strengthen you and and that little shift that's transferable in any situation we find ourselves in 100% so it's the stay-at-home mom it's the ceo yes. it's the traveling salesman it's the full-time student yep. if our goal is to look like jesus every day in our daily life yes we're winning yes and 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 that is the goal mm -hmm. but so it, it's just my younger self easily could have passed by that character development because doggone it i was on my way to the nations you know what i mean 100 and we get so driven with impact that we forget the impact is christ being formed in us mm. and then you know we love our neighbor better yes when we look like him when we act like him when when we see him yes 100 yeah and that's <clears throat> like that is that's the biblical mandate yeah and so um, my personality, I'm pretty intense. I, I love to dream and grow things. And so I believe that's actually a gift the Lord's uh -huh. given to me. But the intensity with which I often ran at, I think um, I didn't always, I think, I, I think I've in, in season, some seasons, like there's two seasons where I just, the mission was so heavy, so big, so that yeah. I so gave myself to yep. it that I think I could have almost had the same impact, mm -hmm. but I could have taken a different route. Yeah, yeah. And so my intensity, I think I would tell myself to calm down yeah. and shoot to look more like Christ than it is to stand. Um, and then to, then to be so consumed with the vision mandate, the calling, whatever, right. you know what I mean? Right. Right. And, and so in that, I believe like I have missed on opportunities to allow situations to conform me like Christ. Mm -hmm. And I, I've done my best to be sincere and respond to the Lord, but it's a huge point. Yeah, it is. is it is a you huge know, point. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, character over impact. Yes. Because character will lead to impact. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, my my calling and my expression of my calling was so dominant in my mind that, I mean, I it's kind of sweet. I look back and I'm like, that was really sweet. I, I really thought that I was going to go to the mission field and that I would be martyred and mm -hmm. that books would be written about me and I was going to be the next whoever. Right. And I, I mean, I believe that. And so in a sense, there's something good about believing the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on you. Like that's, that's awesome. You, you live differently because of that. But the other side of it is everything is, is pass-fail. Everything's pass-fail. And don't do it this way, you failed. You know? And so I just would tell myself, just take a deep breath, and you're in the palm of God's hand. You know, I think I thought I was leading him. Mm -hmm. And 
And yeah, I, I mean, wish I'd rested more and that he was leading me. Well, I think you do have a little self-righteousness in you. Yeah. That maybe more than the average person. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> but not, I'm not saying today. I'm saying back when you were. A hundred percent. When you were 22. Like, I was the most righteous person I knew. I know. And, and so. Um, <laughs> Just sick. If you last watch the last podcast, you'll understand the Lord's been addressing that in our lives. But um Actually, I really encourage you, if you have not li- stopped this one and go back and listen to the other <laughs> one. It was really good. Um, I thought it was an excellent podcast. Um, but in that, because it's, again, who's listening? Because you got the the individual that, you know what, I'm just going to chill out. take Right, right, And right. so, you know, it's it's yeah. who's listening. That That is so a challenge when doing a podcast. It you is, don't man. know who's hearing what. Because some of you, I'm like, hey, get up off your, your bottom and go do something. <laughs> yeah. And life's hard. And shake it off sh- no, yeah like <laughs> yeah i mean there are those things like sure. life's hearts you got to step it up and then the other side um the other one where it's so intense i would say you know what just calm down a little bit right and i i'm goal driven and i'm yeah. not going to stop being goal driven uh-huh. uh-huh. like i am i this is i want to reach for this i want to mm-hmm. do this mm-hmm. and so that's not bad and so i don't want people to hear you no, saying that's so good Dwayne. so because i believe in goals and i believe to reach and right. i want to work hard yeah so i believe in that stuff but it's it's um i think what it comes down to is actually why are you doing what you're doing right and I think that perhaps some of the dreams that you had were birthed out of your own self-righteousness. Yep. And maybe it wasn't Christ being formed in you and launching you into sure. that. And so, because sure. to me, a lot of, I'm just even 52 going, some of my dreamedness has not been not been from the place of rest. It has yeah. not been a place of revelation of God. It has actually been, a, I've got to prove this to myself because nobody else told me over this. Uh-huh. And so I got to show. And so a lot of my f- energy was not actually birthed out of, out of, I don't think, a proper understanding right. of the gospel. And, and I think because we're talking to the younger version of ourselves, we don't, you didn't know me as the younger version, the people listening. Correct. So there is so lack of context. Yeah, it's a little bit dangerous to have this conversation. Depends on what you're listening to, but yes. Right, because I think the other thing I would say to myself is cry more. Like feel, feel disappointment, feel pain, and don't just say that didn't affect me and get up and go. Yeah, that would be probably for both of us. Uh-huh. We we were just kind of a shake it off, push through people. Right. And it wasn't always probably wisdom for us to do that. Right. And that, but, but sometimes, <laughs> but again, <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? Don't feel so much, get up and just do something. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's so challenging how we're talking this out. Um, and then a huge point for me, like this is like, I, I so wish I would have had this early, early on in my journey, you know, coming out of high school, going into into choosing my my profession and my career, would be um, the the under the knowledge of God and the nature of God and who is the person, the, the attributes, but also the emotions of God, and that aspect of who God is. Because um, for me, that that has so formed and shaped me in my last two decades. I wish I would have had it in my 20s. Yeah, absolutely. Like the the nature of God, uh-huh. 
the kindness of God, the tenderness of God, the God who's slow and patient yeah, yeah. and he's gentle with me. And I'm not talking only about Jesus. I'm talking about the Trinity, the mm-hmm. Father, mm-hmm. the Son, and the Holy Spirit, yeah. the, full, the, the fullness of the Godhead. Yeah. And then to understand the topic of the fear of the Lord. Yeah. And that he is awesome and that he is powerful and sin is offensive to him. Yeah. Like I, I, I wish I would have had like just... I don't have to have an insecurity feeling before him, mm-hmm. but I have to have a holy reverence. Mm-hmm. He is more powerful than I am mm-hmm. and I need him. Yeah. And yet in that in that is the tenderness and the beauty of who right. he is. Yeah. And I'm telling you that precious dependency. The nature of God. Mm-hmm. What is God like? How yeah. does God look at humanity? How does God look at those who have given the lordship of jesus over them and how does he look at those that are in rebellion to him and what does that mean and what does that look like yeah Yeah. you know so for me that is um really really important yeah i think that's good you know i'm uh, this is back to a category we did earlier but i just want to add that because that was really good honey um having a long-term vision to know the bible is really really helpful and I think, again, I did fast sprints. It was feast or famine, feast or famine, feast or famine. And so read the Bible all the way through in 90 days. Right. And then take a break. And then a verse a day. And then, you know what I mean? Totally. Where I think, I used to hear people say, oh, the, through the Bible in a year program, that's ridiculous. That's not hunger. And, and I probably would have agreed with it. And now I'm like, you imagine I've been a believer for X amount of years. I could have read the Bible more than 35 times or, you know what I mean? Well, I think like have a, I mean, it's a big book. Yeah. Dude, it's a big book. (laughs) So, wow, that's a big book. So I think have a overall understanding of the structure of the entire Bible. Yeah. So what, what was happening and what was God saying? Yeah. There's so many, websites out there get the general overview of who is god what was he saying and why was he saying it and what is the general overall plan of of creation sin you know the prophets jesus the church um the second coming the millennial in eternity like get this in you and it's it's, knowable it's not rocket science there's so many um you know, st- there's so many resources out there. So do that. Yeah. And and also, the, choo- like choose a book every, every, I don't know, two, three times a year. Choose a book and do a deep dive in a book. Yes. And just mine it out and yeah. find nuggets okay. and, and there's camp so ma- there and go slow. There's so many resources on YouTube. Even. Yes. Like just so many so that's where i highly suggest yeah it's a great point jennifer yeah so let's end it with um you know i think intensity around who am i going and what am i going to do what am i going to become yeah that's that so i would have told myself calm down Uh but then the last thing um i would have said particular to myself is Mm -hmm. Dwayne, um take time with people more yeah um and it's and it's and it's just something for me where um, I think in my generation, you know, my dad didn't know how to develop relationships with me. And so it, it passed on. And so I'm take time with people. Mm-hmm. 
and enjoy people yeah. and, and enjoy the process of people. Build a life together with your family. Build a life together with your friends. Mm-hmm. Prioritize those relationships that are important and then feed them. Yeah, that's so good. And we all have had people that that left a fingerprint on us in a positive way. We've got the negative ones too, but the positive way. And, and Floyd McClung recently died. Yeah. And he was a statesman in the body of Christ. I mean, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Like his book, Father Heart of God, so good. I mean, he, anyway, he, he we have deep love and respect for Floyd. And so he was um, one of the main leaders in Youth of the Mission for years, kind of in YWAM's heyday, YWAM Amsterdam. YWAM stands for Youth of the Mission. And I was there... 19 years old, doing my six-month discipleship training school program. I think I'd read his book, Living on the Devil's Doorstep, which is about, you know, well, it doesn't matter. And, and I interacted with him a bit, just a bit. But he, you know, he was 6'6", six, six, gregarious personality. Yeah, a huge. So uh, charismatic. Yeah, huge guy. I had nothing to offer him. I wasn't a famous minister's daughter. I wasn't wealthy. I was just run-of-the-mill discipleship training school student yeah he took time to talk to me and just affirm me and he saw me and then he went on a ministry trip and he wrote a postcard three sentences you know i you have such a strong leadership gift i believe in you da 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 something like that simple easy took him three minutes to write it but i i saved that postcard it went in my bible it was precious to me Mm. and him just taking the time impacted me right and i remember what it felt like to be seen yep. and it helped me want to be that for other people yeah i want to see them yes i want yes, to yes, touch yes. them totally, i want to leave totally. a mark on them in a positive way and and i still want that yep. and just taking time for people slowing down not get looking at them as an opportunity to you know, support what I'm doing, yeah. but to see them as an individual created in the image of God, do that. No, and it can have a profound impact when I pay attention to people. Yeah. And, you know, now that I'm a little bit older and I got a little bit more experience, I'm finding that when I go slow with, with people, uh-huh. it's having real impact. Yeah. And so it's something at this stage of my life I'm paying attention to. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, it's been a delight. It's been a delight, old it's man. It's been a joy. Little Dwayne, you're going to make it. You're going to make it, little Jen. Stay steady, buddy. You're going to make it. <laughs> yeah, and you're going to get married to someone really awesome. What? And you're going to have a smoking hot husband and great Smoking kids. hot wife. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, yeah, may God be with you. And hopefully watching so you can see how smoking hot we are. That's right. All right, man. Be paying attention to the next podcast because Dwayne and Jennifer are going to be talking about some big news. Super big. Mind-changing, mind-blowing news. (laughs) God bless, guys. We'll see you again next week. Ciao, ciao. ciao.